Hello everyone and welcome to the February 25th, 2018 edition of Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast. Uh, we're going to start by talking about last night's, the three women's matches on last night's UFC show. Uh, I'd like to remind everybody that if uh, you haven't seen those fights, you can watch the video on my blog, which is Frank Posen's Big Bad Blog, and the URL for that is frankp316.blogspot.com. As I said, there were three women's fights on that show last night. The top fight on the show was in the strawweight division. It had uh, it had uh, Jessica Andrade versus Tisha Torres. And the possibility is here that the winner of this fight could very well get a title shot, the next title shot. I'm not sure if that's actually going to happen. But uh, what I thought about the fight was that I thought Tisha would have a lot of problems with Jessica's uh, pressure. And that's exactly what happened. And Tisha... Uh, started out okay, but by the end of the first round, she uh, tight had turned a little bit, and uh, uh, Jessica used her um, uh, hard striking along with some takedowns uh, to win the fight by unanimous decision. Uh, she didn't come close to a finish uh, or anything like that, but uh, she definitely won the fight, and um, she could very well get the next title shot, but there are other fights that are coming up that might play into that as well. Now, uh, the other two fights you had in the bantamweight division, you had uh, Sarah McMahon versus uh, Marion Renault. Uh, Sarah, both are kind of older fighters who uh, might seem on their way out. Sarah once had a title shot. And of course, she's an Olympic uh, silver medalist in wrestling. But I just don't think she's all that good as an MMA fighter. I mean, I followed her entire career and she just lacks aggression. And we saw that again in this fight here where uh, she won, you know, she got on top of uh, Marion and, you know, if she'd have gone for the finish, we wouldn't be talking about Marion. We'd be talking about Sarah. But she didn't do that. Instead, she basically sat on her. She let her off the hook. And in the second round, Marion stunned her with a shot. And uh, then she got her into a triangle choke and Marion won the fight. Uh, should Marion move up the ladder? Well, a little bit, but I don't look at Sarah as top competition anymore. Maybe some people think she is. I do not. Uh, but I think Marion uh, needs to beat a, a higher up fighter to uh, to be a good to be a contender. Uh, the third fight was in the strawweight division. Angela Hill against. Uh, Marina Morose. Uh, Angela, basically it was a stand-up fight, which was what I expected. Angela is a kickboxer. Marina is a boxer. Uh, her husband is also a boxer. And the basic problem here was that Marina did this keep-away thing that actually won her a fight uh, against Daniel Taylor uh, back in 2016. Uh, it was That fight was basically three rounds of light sparring. Neither of them did much of anything. I, I don't know who won. Uh, in this case, I, I think Angela was a little too aggressive for her to do that kind of uh, strategy. And then uh, when um, uh, she, was, she was losing, uh, she needed to change her strategy, but she didn't do that. I can't really explain it, but she didn't do that. So I, I didn't uh, like her performance in this fight. Uh, I thought Angela did fine. Uh, I'd like to see her go up the ladder a little bit and face somebody better. 
Uh, I'm not sure that she has what it takes to beat a top contender, but I wouldn't mind finding out. Now, a couple of fights were confirmed. The first one is for UFC 224 in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. That's going to be uh, May 12th. Uh, we're going to have the main event will be Amanda Nunez defending her uh, UFC Bantamweight Championship against uh, Raquel Pennington. Uh, does Raquel Pennington deserve a uh, title shot? I don't really think so, but I also think that the bantamweight division is a little thin right now. Uh, we've had some fighters drop down to um, to flyweight, and we've also had a couple of fighters who aren't around. Like, for example, Juliana Pena is pregnant, and so uh, I don't think she's a contender, but she's kind of getting it by the process of elimination because there's really nobody else. Uh, I think if Amanda is the usual Amanda and not the one that fought Valentina. Shevchenko a couple of months ago, I think she'll have no problem with her and probably beat her in the first round. But if that fighter that we saw on New Year's Eve comes to Brazil, I don't know, man. Could be something else. Could see an upset. The other fight announced is for the June 1st uh, show in Utica, New York. Uh, that will be a fight night show on Fox Sports 1 and TSN. Uh, it's going to be Sejera Eubanks against Lauren Murphy. That's going to be a, f a flyweight bout. Both of them were in tough 26. Uh, Sejera was supposed to be in the final, but she couldn't make weight. And she had trouble making weight during the show, too. It's like, um, I probably would not let her fight at flyweight because I don't think she can make weight. At least her seems that way. But for some reason, even with all the controversy about weight cutting and that sort of thing, uh, the UFC is allowing her to fight at 125. You know, she's fighting against Lauren Murphy. I think she'll beat Lauren Murphy if she can make weight. But I'm not so sure she can make weight. And, you know, I think this fight has a 50% chance of not happening because of the weight cut. Okay? So... We'll see what happens with it, but I don't, like the, I don't like the looks of it. Let's put it that way. Now let's go on to tonight's uh, Elimination Chamber, WWE Elimination Chamber. But first I want to update something I talked about yesterday, and that is uh, Bianca Belair, who uh, took a very bad fall on Thursday uh, and looked to hurt her shoulder. Now she did not appear on Friday's St. Catharines Ontario show, but... She did appear on last night's Peterborough, Ontario NXT show. So it looks like she's okay. And I'm very uh, relieved to hear that. I certainly wouldn't, wouldn't want somebody with her potential to suffer a serious injury. And uh, hopefully uh, we see her on the main roster in the near future. Now, tonight is the Elimination Chamber. We have two things happening that are of interest to uh, fans of the WWE Women's Division. First is the very first... Uh, elimination Chamber match for women, and we have uh, six wrestlers in that match. Uh, I could name them, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I expect uh, Alexa Bliss to retain her title. Uh, I don't think they would change the title in this match. Uh, I do expect her to lose the title at WrestleMania, but I don't ex I expect her, she's a, um, what we call sometimes a chicken shit heel, so I expect her to do something very weaselly in order to win uh, this match tonight. Uh, she's uh, Lately, they've been teasing kind of an alliance with Mickey James, but uh, she'll find some way to screw everybody who's in that match. Uh, 
Now, not in the Elimination Chamber match is Asuka and Nia Jax, and they're going to be facing each other. And the stipulation for this match is that if Nia Jax wins, she get the, the title match at, the, uh, at WrestleMania turns into a three-way match. Now, of course, Asuka has this winning streak that's been going on for two and a half years, and I just don't think they're going to end it, okay? Uh, from what I've heard lately, the, what they're likely to do is lead up to a match with Ronda Rousey, depending on how she does and stuff like that. But for now, I don't see Asuka losing. Now, Asuka has wrestled uh, Nia Jax in NXT twice on TV. You can go to the WWE Network and check those out for yourself. One match was in June of 2016. The other was in uh, December 2016. It was actually in Osaka, in, in Osaka which is uh, uh, Asuka's hometown. And the pattern of those matches was very simple. Asuka takes a beating, but won't stay down, and she comes back and she wins. And so that's what I expect to happen. Pretty much the same kind of match. Now, they did the match twice over the weekend at house shows, once in Vancouver, and I actually, somebody videoed it, and I had a chance to look at it. And that's pretty much what they did. It ended up with a count out, and Asuka won the match. But they didn't want to have a finish for it yet. The finish is going to be tonight, and I expect Asuka to win. So uh, that's about it from uh, today's podcast. Uh, I don't know when I'm going to do a next one, probably when I have some uh, news that I think is important. And by the way, I almost forgot to mention, Asuka hasn't named who she's going to wrestle at WrestleMania next. As I said on my blog a few, week, uh, a few weeks ago, I fully expect her to face Charlotte Flair uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Now, you have to remember that in starting in May, all of the WWE pay-per-views are going to be dual-branded. So I'm not sure how that's going to affect the two rosters, uh, the two separate brands, but um, it may not make any difference. Uh, you know, so I really don't know how that's going to work out. But I know Charlotte has requested a match with her, and that's why she's going to do it. Uh, Nia Jax will likely uh, challenge for the win the uh, Raw Women's title uh, at WrestleMania. So. Uh, in the end, I expect them both to have titles, but I don't expect Asuka to lose anytime soon. So that's it from the, the uh, Big Bad Podcast. If you have any questions or if you have any comments, please, you can either leave them on my blog or you can record them and leave them to me on Anchor. And I will, uh, if you have any questions, I will be happy to uh, answer them uh, if I can. Thank you very much.